welcome to the kids' art house cinema. I'm Klaus, and the art house cinema is where we discuss the documentaries of the creators and the artists. And here's the host, Angus. And welcome back, kids, and thanks for listening as we continue our celebration of Manga Month here on Kirby's Kids. And in the screening room today, we have how Horohiko Arake makes a character. And this is our author of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, which is our graphic novel of the month. And Jonathan Joestar being our comic book character of the month in celebration of manga month this is a fantastic video put out by exports it is 25 and a half minutes long and delves into manga in theory and practice the craft of creating manga which was authored by hirohiko arake back in 2015 the focus of the video being on how he creates a character. And this is just amazing insight into the creator's process and everything that he does from a level of detail perspective. In the video, we are given snippets of key elements here within the book, The Craft of Creating Manga. And when looking at the book, you quickly realize that there are some essential elements that Araki feels must be embraced by the reader and creator here when developing their manga. It's divided up the book into several parts. There's an introduction, an introduction. Chapter one is just about getting started. Chapter two delves into mastering the four major fundamentals of manga structure. And chapter three, which this is what the video here really concentrates in on, is designing characters. Then chapter four delves into how to write a story. Chapter five, the Art expresses everything, delving into the illustrative storytelling elements of it. 
Then chapter six, what setting is to manga and the importance thereof. Chapter seven, all elements connect to the theme. And then there are two specific examples of implementation. Implementation example one, the process of making manga. And then implementation example two, how to create a one-shot. Thus spoke Rohan Kashibi, Millionaire's Village. And finally, a conclusion to this book. So this will end up being a two-parter. First, we will delve into this video on how Hirohiko Araki makes a character. And then we will delve into the rest of the book in part two. So let's get started. Very quickly, Araki delves into his thoughts. When creating a manga, it's incredibly important not to simply draw on a whim, but to be conscious of the four major fundamental elements as you draw. Am I making good characters? Is my story acceptable? Am I drawing a coherent setting? Are my themes consistent and steady? And are drawings good enough? And that cues up our very, very thoughtful presentation here given by Exforts in this video. And throughout the video, you should be warned, there are spoilers. There are spoilers to the entire series. We are just reading volume one to start with, part one. So just be aware of that when you delve into this video, as well as delving into manga and theory and practice, the craft of creating manga. So when we head into character creation of the four fundamentals, characters are supreme. Now, the four fundamentals as defined here by Araki are themes, characters, story, and setting. And of course, the art supports all of this. So if you have effective characters in place, you will be undefeatable. Taken to the extreme, this means that compelling characters negate the need for a story or setting. That's how incredibly important they are. And you quickly realize with reading his works, and specifically here, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, that is indeed the case. He painstakingly spends a lot of time on character development. When I'm creating a new character, before I do anything, I always write a character history. I have done so for over 40 years, since before Jojo appeared in print. To me, it's akin to a chef's secret seasoning. He goes on to say, not everything in a character's history sheet will end up on the pages, but it serves as a necessary base to determine how characters will react to the situations in which I place them. He then has this really detailed character sheet that he uses, and it is quite impressive. He lists 
names and nicknames, age and sex of the character, birthdays, birth sign, blood type, birthplace, height, weight, hair color, eye color, eyesight, color blindness, wears glasses, question mark, handedness, right or left, type of voice, history of surgeries, cavities, illnesses, scars, burns, skin damage, birthmarks, tattoos, other distinctive physical characteristics, nose and eye shape, posture, breast size, legs, moles, race, religion, criminal record, awards, education, I mean, dreams for the future, fears, relationships, including behavior, family relationships, personality, cheerful, gloomy, humorous, violent, active, sociable, intellectual, virtuous, expressive, weakness, worries, unusual traits, Special skills in fighting is he or she nimble, sports, dance, martial arts, guns, driving, language study, other certificates, hobbies, recreations, likes and dislikes, food, clothing, shelter, habits, favorite phrases, and other things in here. It is amazing the level of detail that Araki goes to here in developing his characters. When I'm writing Jojo, I'll often think of a character's stand before anything else, which means the first time I fill out on a history sheet will be that character's special moves and abilities. He then goes on to say, let's say I think of a character who can stop time. I'll start there and see where that leads me. Do they need to be muscular to stop time? What about their appearance? Is there a kind of hairstyle that might have something to do with time? How would their relationship with time be reflected in the decor of their room and so on? So all of these things are taken into consideration during this character development. He then relates this to an actor playing a part of a police officer. Might go to a police academy and learn how to move and act like a real professional. The audience can tell in an instant whether something feels natural or not, and actors must strive to avoid giving performances that will shatter the suspension of disbelief. But when the details come across as real, they become a powerful tool to bring the role to life. The most important part of a character, he continues, is their motivation. What does your protagonist want to accomplish? If you can't clearly communicate their motives through their actions, he or she is not a complete character. Then, he suggests making a list of motivations. Self-protection, of social status or prestige, feelings or memories, suppressing a scandal, hiding evidence of a crime, to protect a loved one, a family, lover, friend, work, duty, patriotism, curiosity, a mangaka looking for story ideas, a collector, self-discovery, vengeance, a passionate desire for revenge will evoke empathy, Desires for money, sex, love, power, or a pursuit of happiness, freedom of expression, or political or otherwise. He says there is, there's one criterion for a hero. 
and he believes it's being alone. When a protagonist is faced with an ultimate dilemma, it must be one that only the protagonist can solve. And the protagonist must solve it with their own abilities. He goes on to say that their connection is not that of a leader and follower or of a brotherhood. And when they fight, each character must stand on their own. Fundamentally, characters who cannot fight without the aid of another can't be considered heroes, in his opinion. When an audience sees someone dragging others into a fight, they can't help but say, hey, don't rely on others. Do it yourself. Even when allies are present, when it comes to the fight, heroes have no one else to rely upon. And he firmly believes that with respect to the development of his characters. He goes on to share thoughts on what Araki says about evil characters and says, when an evil character freely exhibits those normally hidden desires and acts in a way that readers could not, the readers can find great catharsis by providing an outlet for the ugly feelings that we all share. You can depict a more more lifelike range of emotions than those of only goodness, and in doing so, you can more effectively evoke readers' empathy. And empathy is extremely important here to Arake. He then brings out this specific case on how he brought Dio to life. So if you're reading along with us, then you can relate to this. And I'm going to share this. So this is a bit of a spoiler. I am assuming that you've been reading along and following this first volume that we're reading this month. So in Dio's case, he says, I depicted him as coming from an unfortunate upbringing, saddled with a father who had no redeeming qualities whatsoever. I gave him a background that could explain his hunger for power and his willingness to become evil incarnate to obtain it. Dio wanted to get revenge upon the world for his terrible lot in life, even if it meant taking an evil path and committing deeds contrary to morality and law. In the end, I think readers were able to accept that. Then, with Jonathan and Dio, I base the characters off the duality between light and shadow and used black and white contrasts in my drawings to set them apart. Very important here with your hero and your balancing out there with that evil element. The three principles of Shonen Jump are friendship, effort, and victory. Likewise, shonen manga readers will strongly empathize with what they feel is good and right and will reject which they feel is unethical. And he appeals to that within his readers when designing those characters. He goes on to provide examples of other characters within the JoJo arc. And I don't want to delve into those examples. Just be aware that when viewing this video, there are spoilers in there. So if you want to continue along in the series, you might want to spring ahead. And 
what's really great about our maker of the video exports is he says, hey, jump ahead if you don't wish to experience these spoilers. He then delves into, in his character development, male and female roles and what they mean in manga. And Araki says, some artists think that adding a woman might create an element of charm and therefore gain more popularity. But I'm not so sure I agree. I think that even if you're creating a manga that includes love and romance, you could have it be between two male characters, as long as that fits with your manga's world. As long as your characters are appealing, you could get away with a world of all men. You have nothing to fear. And the same goes for all women, too, because there is an entire arc within JoJo's that is very female-centric. And then in the last part of this video, we are presented with the influences to Arake. And one very strong influence was that of Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood's leading roles embody this image of a hero. My father took me to see my first Eastwood film, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, when I was in elementary school. And that image has remained unchanged ever since. So he had a model for his heroes, and that being of Clint Eastwood, of my characters, the one who most markedly reflects the ideal heroes of Eastwood's roles is Jotaro Kujo. Just in the way he stands, Eastwood projects a commanding presence backed by intelligence and discipline. As a character based on that image, so too does Jotaro pose, an intimidating figure just by standing with his hand in his pocket. And in the video is a really cool picture that when Araki got to meet Clint Eastwood, he had him pose just like Jotaro pointing. And it's great to see the illustration of Jotaro and then Clint Eastwood side by side. It's very, very cool. So this video gives us amazing insights as well as, and I will do a full review of the book in part two, Manga in Theory and Practice, The Craft of Creating Manga by Hirohiko Arake. And for our purposes of reading JoJo this month, you couldn't ask for a better template. This is literally what JJ would call a comics archaeology wrapped up into a single work here, or really getting into the mind of the creator, seeing all the influences and understanding the philosophy that would be JoJo and what has come to be multiple generations of the Joe Star family that have entertained millions worldwide. Please. Join me for part two and the review of the entire book, Manga in Theory and Practice. And in the meantime, you can get a taste for character development in JoJo by taking in how 
Hirohiko Arake makes a character. We'll be 